0: Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited today because I get to geek out about personality tests with our new friend, Sandra Etherington. And Sandra has a website and a, a helpful business called Family Personalities. And we are going to talk about the way your teen's personality. Helps things feel better or worse in the family system today, and how that can lead to homeschool success. So, Sandra, say hi and tell us a little bit about the personality test we want to talk about today, which is my favorite, the Myers Briggs, and how you got connected with that. Yeah, thank you so
1: much for having me. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, I first ran into the Myers Briggs model when I was in the business world, in the corporate world, and it's used a lot there for fostering better teamwork and just Mm -hmm, understanding how mm to work work together better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, when I first discovered my type, I remember kind of like reading through the description and kind of like getting this eerie feeling, like looking over my shoulder, like who
0: wrote this about me?
1: (laughs) Right. Me too.
0: I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like,
1: this is crazy. Like how did this seemingly simple four letter, you know, either or dichotomy feel like it gets at the core of who I am mm-hmm. in like a, a sort of vulnerable way. And so I became deeply personally interested in it. And I started applying it in my personal life, you know, mm-hmm. with my then boyfriend, now husband. And then it just naturally as, you know, fast forward a few years and I had kids and I just started wondering like, Hey, do my kids have a personality type yet? Mm-hmm. Like, what, Does it, you know, what can I d- identify it? And, Um, I started looking into that personally and started using it once I identified their type, started using it at home with them Mm -hmm. and found it so beneficial. And I would talk about it with people and everyone else was like, oh, can you type my kid? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I, it kind of went from there. And I discovered like, this is something that could really help people. And so I went and, you know, got the necessary training and um, did the necessary research and started to develop a program that I take families through where I help you understand everyone in the family, everyone's type. So you can all communicate better. Um, parent more peacefully, more intentionally, and just really, and it's great with teens. That's why Mm -hmm. I'm really happy to be on this podcast because Mm -hmm. they lead, they can really um, lead that process and own that process of discovering Mm -hmm. their own type and Mm -hmm. it kind of sort of empowers them. And it's, it's a really fun process.
0: Yeah. And it's so good for teens to start to get to know themselves And I I think the Myers-Briggs is fun for teens to to experience because they will have that moment very often of, oh, my goodness, you know, this thing describes me and it Mm -hmm. just feels good to them to know themselves. But then when mom reads it, I remember when uh, one Christmas I, I had all of my kids. Take the Myers Briggs, so they were they were all teens or adults at that Mm -hmm. time, and so that's all I want for Christmas—just have a discussion group about that, which (laughs) is kind of geeky. And uh, when I realized that one of my kids, one of my kids, it was an E, an extrovert, uh, Mm -hmm. it explained a lot about why he would say being at home is exhausting. Mm. That, you know, like it, it, he wasn't complaining. I just couldn't figure out why he was exhausted being at home. Yeah. And uh, it was because he's an extrovert. He got his energy from being around his people and, uh, you know, family's people, but friends are people are, I think so. Yeah. Good for him. All right. Well, let's, let's just segue into explaining a little bit about the Myers-Briggs and then those key letters that help us as parents to be able to understand how our teens are processing in their kind of homeschool academic part of the world. Yeah. So
1: Myers-Briggs is the model that's denoted by four letters. So if you've heard Mm -hmm. of it, you've probably heard someone be like, I'm an ESTJ. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And each of those letters stands for a word. And for each of those slots, like the first slot, the second slot, the third mm-hmm. slot, the fourth slot, there are two choices. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean, I really want to clarify this. It doesn't mean that you only do one of those choices. Like as humans, yes. we are capable of doing all eight yes. of the Myers-Briggs preferences. Mm-hmm. There's just one that's has we have a more natural bent towards mm-hmm. that fills our bucket instead mm-hmm. of empties it. Uh, That we're more comfortable with. And a really good way to think of it is like handedness. Like when I was a little kid, I reached for that crayon with my right hand Mm -hmm. and I've been using my right hand ever since because it's more comfortable, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I can't use my left hand. Right. Um, And I could even train myself to use my left hand better if I Mm -hmm. wanted to. Right, so it's this. It's a really good way to think of the letter pairings. Mm-hmm. So that first letter pairing, like you said, it's introversion or extroversion. Doesn't mean that you're only one. Like you and right. I are sitting here, extroverting with one another right yes. now, even though we are people who prefer introversion. That's right,
0: and we're <laughs> and doing just fine and enjoying. I, I think yeah. we're doing a good job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, so and most people have a general idea of what introversion or extroversion is. Mm-hmm. And then the second letter pairing is sensing or intuition. And this one has to do with how you take in information from the world Mm -hmm. or how you prefer to take in information from the world, how you do it most comfortably, how you retain that information best. So that's, this one can be really helpful with homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And that's, that sensing is really more about um, practicality, Mm -hmm. details, facts, experience, Mm -hmm. and then the intuition, which is your N is more about theories, ideas, big picture, Mm -hmm. meanings, Mm -hmm. what's behind Mm -hmm. the curtain kind of a thing. And then our third letter pairing is the T or the F, which stands for thinking or feeling. And I always tell people it doesn't mean it's not your standard definition of thinking and yeah. feeling. Like we, it doesn't mean you're if you use thinking that you're smarter, or if because you think more. And it right. doesn't mean if you use feeling that you're more that you have more emotions. Like everyone right. has emotions and everyone uses their brain. Yeah. Um, but what it what it actually means is it it determines how you prefer to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And so that can be everything from like the little snap decision of what to reply to someone in the middle of a conversation, from bigger decisions what to do with your life, what career to choose. And people who prefer feeling, they tend to prefer to step into a situation emotionally, Mm -hmm. considering your own values, feelings, and desires, or the feelings, values, and desires of the people around them. Mm -hmm. People who prefer thinking find that that is all really, it really muddies up the waters of Mm -hmm. making a clear decision. Kind Mm -hmm. of stresses them out to have to do that. So they prefer to step out of a situation emotionally, only considering the objective logical data. Mm -hmm. And then, and again, we can all do both of these things. (laughs) We all have to. (laughs) And then the last one is the J or the P, which stands for judging or perceiving. And again, don't think of the conventional. Definitions for these. So just because you prefer judging doesn't mean you're a judgmental. That's not what it means. Yes,
0: totally. Do yeah. Toss that that meaning of judge out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what this one means is how you uh, approach your outer
1: world. So people who prefer judging, they want to put their outer world in order with mm-hmm. planning, with mm-hmm. structure, with order. And then people for perceiving, they want to kind of take the outer world as it comes. So they're not trying to put controls over it. They're kind of taking it as it comes and fitting into it using Mm -hmm. flexibility, spontaneity, Mm -hmm. keeping keeping things open, not wanting to come to conclusions until they have all the information.
0: Um, And even then they probably still don't want to come to a conclusion. (laughs) I know our, our seven sister, Kim is a P and Mm -hmm. that like, every, every one of those words that you use describes Kim is she is so spontaneous and she just takes the world as it comes. And if you invite her somewhere, she says, we'll have to see what happens because <laughs> not because she's insulting you. It's just, she just kind of takes things in the moment Yeah, and uh, she, it's absolutely adorable. But if you're too j, which I am, I had to learn that she's mm-hmm. not insulting. She's just pee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just a different way of showing up in the mm-hmm. world and perceiving. And there's, you know, different uh, breakdowns of how these show up mm-hmm. in the world, but perceiving is in the minority. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it can be we live in a world that was formed in a judging manner. Yeah. So I think it can be hard sometimes for perceivers to kind of show up in this world. And we, And it's mm-hmm. important to keep in mind with our kids that these are not one is not better than the other. They're yes. simply different, yeah. and they each have their strengths, and they each have their drawbacks.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk a bit about the the letters that are helpful in understanding teens and homeschooling at you know, mm-hmm. their high school phase of life. That might help us moms kind of be able to to live happily with them at that time.
1: Yeah. Well, let's do a choose your own adventure. What do you think? Should we go into the sensing intuition, which is about taking in that information? Or should we go into the judging perceiving, which is kind of like how you prefer to get things
0: done? Let's just pee right now and and do uh, the judging and perceiving. Okay. And then we'll, but, and then we can wrap up with, it's just really practical. The, the other set of letters. So, yeah. 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 So, so again, that
1: judging perceiving, which we were just talking about is how you approach your outer world. Do you want to get control over the outer world? Or are Mm -hmm. you fitting? Are you fitting into the outer world as it comes to you? Mm -hmm. And so this is really great to understand with especially an older child, a teenager, when you're homeschooling, they just get things done differently. Mm -hmm. And I think it can especially be a struggle. It can go both ways, but if there's a difference between what the parent has versus Mm -hmm. what the kid has. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a parent who prefers judging, who wants that schedule, who is work before we play. Mm -hmm. um, and, And they also, we, we really like when, when we prefer judging to have times. So like there's homework time Mm -hmm. there's bath time there's dinner time Mm -hmm. Um, whereas with perceiving it's more like I don't know what are we gonna do now you know and Mm -hmm. it's and they tend to mix things too. mix work in place you'll Mm -hmm. find them wanting to have fun listen to music play this game while they're getting their work done yes right and I think that can be really hard for us who prefer judging to watch (laughs) yes yes So let me just quickly say a few things that you might notice in your kiddos who uh, prefer judging versus perceiving, if you're not really Mm -hmm. sure. Uh So kids who prefer judging, they tend to like order and structure, like having a consistent order to how they do their learning for the day, Mm -hmm. how they do their bedtime routine. They tend to make decisions quickly and easily. Mm -hmm. and tend to be confident in them. Like I've decided that I want to do this camp this summer Mm -hmm. and it's not, that's not a problem. They're not going to be like, I don't know. I don't, you know, (laughs) my son prefers judging and he's just, he's only eight. I mean, he just has this confidence in making decisions. Mm -hmm. They tend to find comfort in rules and -hmm. they like to make a plan and stick with it. Mm -hmm. They usually are productive and responsible age appropriately. Mm -hmm. um, And they tend to be good with follow-through on projects. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, with your perceiving child, they tend to like flexibility and spontaneity. Uh, my t- my daughter, who's only five, um, and then my stepdaughter, who is 14, they both prefer perceiving. And they're just kind of like, they love when it's like, let's stop what we're doing and go do this other fun thing. Like they yes. really... <laughs> They find that very exciting. They have difficulty making decisions. Like Mm -hmm. even just deciding what to wear in the morning is Mm -hmm. so hard. And the reason is, is that because they feel like it cuts them off from other opportunities. Mm -hmm. So like by choosing one thing, they've lost the opportunity to do the other thing. And that can feel very constricting and difficult for them. So decisions can be really difficult. They find rules very limiting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) have a harder Mm -hmm. time remembering and following those rules. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, they like to adapt and respond to changes. They tend to be more, your playful and impulsive kids. Yeah. They're very fun. Yes. And they, uh, they like to start projects. They get really excited about starting them, but following through a little bit harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those, those are just some things you might, you might notice. And then, you know, what are some things that we can do about this? For, if you have a child who prefers judging, be aware of their need for firm plans. Say you are a parent who prefers perceiving and you don't really Mm -hmm. want to put plans in place. Understanding that this is when we are stretching to our other side, which we can all do. Mm -hmm. But if, but if someone with judging preferences has to stretch to the other side and doesn't know what the firm plans are, that's exhausting. So it doesn't mean you can't ever tell them to go with the flow, Mm -hmm. but more often than not try and give them a plan so that they are better resourced so that Mm -hmm. they have more energy. It's just like when you think of introversion, extroversion, if I was in a crowded room of people and having to interact all day the entire day seven days a week I would be completely like emotionally mentally drained exactly not be able to show up as my yep. best self <laughs> <laughs> so this is the same with this you just helping them operate as their natural selves I'd say like 80 I put like an 80 20 rule on it 80% uh-huh. of the time let them let them f- operate in that judging way if they prefer judging or 80% of the time let them operate in that perceiving way if they pr- prefer perceiving. Okay. Um, so yeah, g- being aware of their need for firm plans, mm. actually making a decision and then sticking to it and following through on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, allow extra time for transitions. So say they're doing mm. free time and they need to come now do learning. That's That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's hard to switch from one thing to the other when you prefer, when you prefer judging. Mm-hmm. So allowing extra time, let them finish what they're doing. So I say like, if they're in the middle of reading their favorite novel, let them finish the chapter before mm-hmm. they have to come do what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you you know, they're watching a show, let them finish the show, mm-hmm. you know, assuming time allows for that. On the perceiving side, a really good one for chores, homework, uh uh-huh. school whatever it is if you are a parent who prefers judging and you have a parent who prefers perceiving tell you know this is what needs to get done by you know this time and then walk away be in yeah. the other room <laughs> don't feel like you have to watch them do it because mm-hmm. it's probably going to feel really frustrating that they're going to start on it and then kind of get distracted by this other thing and then they're going to want to like play while they're doing it or get up and dance or like goof around with their sibling mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. That's how they work best, and mm-hmm. and at first they may not figure out how to get things done that way. But the more you let them practice getting things done that way, the more likely they are to to learn how to get it done that way and um, be able to do things in their own style that fills their bucket that leaves them better resourced. And then kind of limiting the structure and the rules. You know, mm-hmm. like do we have to do you know, math at the same time every day and in the same way, or can we be more flexible on it and say, you know, can, you know, Monday is you can do, you know, two or three days worth of math and not have to do it again until Friday, you know, like, can we let there be some flexibility in how things are getting done? And that can be really helpful.
0: Yeah, I have noticed in my time as an academic advisor to high schoolers where we have a J mom and a P team. Um, that the mom has a very good schedule for that P team to follow, (laughs) and then it's a fight every day. So when, when we've been able to back off and say, you know, let them be who they are, as far as that spontaneity and taking life as it comes, but also the accountability Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, show me what your schoolwork is and you know that and do have goals and work towards the goals. And it also helps to have some outside, you know, eyeballs looking at is, which is why I was an uh, academic advisor is I was kind of like the second set of eyeballs, we would have a contract on what you're going to accomplish each Mm -hmm. quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would come in and they would get it done. And sometimes it kind of piled up towards the end, Yes, <laughs> but that's, uh, you know, it would, it would generally get done. And if not, we would find some ways to do workarounds, but it sure saved a lot of fights for those J moms when yeah. they realize it's, it's, it's flogging a dead horse to get a child <laughs> who's pee to follow a rigid schedule and be healthy at the same time.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people who prefer perceiving, will say that they actually do better work when they leave it to the last minute. And this, again, it takes practice. They may not Mm -hmm. be good at it right away when they're teens. They're still working Mm -hmm. on it. But, you know, adults who prefer perceiving are a lot of times like, I do my best work then. And it doesn't mean that they haven't been considering it and Mm -hmm. thinking it through and maybe like visiting ideas here and there. It's been percolating in there yeah. and then that rush of adrenaline that comes at the end they can find it to be really exciting and then they do their best work there right at the end
0: right and that just makes my j skin crawl thinking yeah, about it too. but but you know the the peas that i know live in that world and it's great for them and so mm. okay you know we don't all have to be the same mm. so how about the s's and the n's those are significant for for education
1: yeah and yeah so this one has to do with how you take in information from the world mm-hmm. and again you know we can we can do it both ways but mm-hmm. there's one way that's just going to be more comfortable and again this one has a um a uh, like an off balance of how it shows up in the world and mm-hmm. most people tend to prefer sensing um, and a minority prefers intuition so with sensing this, these are your kids who are more um, practical. They, they tend to like, when you're delivering information, they want it to be practical. They want it to focus on details. They want it to focus on facts for your kids mm-hmm. who prefer intuition. It's going to be more about the ideas and the meanings behind things
0: mm-hmm. um, and the big picture. The, the big picture. So I know in our seven sisters group, we used to when we just started working together. I I'm an in, and I always start with the big. I, I and I use the words. Let's look at the big picture, and I do mm-hmm. charts with big picture stuff. And finally, uh, our sister Allison, who who's very S, said, "If I have to see one more chart, I'm going to be very upset." And so we <laughs> realized that you know when we work together, we have to modify our behaviors to mm-hmm. to make a good team. So I put yeah. the charts away. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, an S versus N pairing in like a business venture can actually be really good because the mm-hmm. intuition intuition, the person who prefers intuition is coming up with these great ideas. Yes. And, <laughs> the, and then the sensing person can be like, uh, hold on, let's, let's bring this back to the practical. What actually needs to get done to reach this? Is your idea really realistic in the real world? Let me tell yes. you, you know, so that it's a really good pairing.
0: Yeah. Um, but it can also be difficult if you don't it's, understand yeah, the once you know, benefits
1: of each. <laughs> yeah.
0: Once you get into the rhythm and really respect how we are all different and are made to work together, it's marvelous. Yeah. So in a, in a homeschool, if you have a mom that is an S and a teen, that's an N or vice versa, what would be some mm-hmm. suggestions that you would have for them?
1: Yeah. So with, if you have a child who prefers S so sensing, mm-hmm um, step-by-step detailed instructions are really important. Mm -hmm. Like giving them like a, you know, a general, like, um, and I, I apologize. Like I am not a homeschool parent. I did very, very briefly as many of us found ourselves (laughs) doing and during coronavirus because my kids well with distance (laughs) learning. Um, so if I, if my examples are kind of like lame, because that's, this is not actually what you you do in your homeschool, I I apologize, but let's say you give them like, I want you to write an essay on such and such topic. Mm -hmm that can be an overwhelming instruction. Mm-hmm. They want you to, to really break it down. Like, what, do, what do you mean? Like, what do you want me to talk about in this? So like, mm-hmm. start with, you know, this, and then I want you to structure it this way. Mm-hmm. And I want you to make sure you hit this point and this point and this point. So f- giving them the details of what they need mm-hmm. to get done is, mm-hmm. is they really, they really need that. Um, and then start with your, like teaching a new, a brand new concept. You start with the facts and the details and get to mm-hmm. the main point afterward.
0: So, so important. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then going in order, right. Mm-hmm. Through, through how to build up to your point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then repetition is really important, especially if they are sensing and judging.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: again, these, these letters all work together. Mm-hmm. So as someone who prefers sensing and judging uses their sensing in a different way from someone who prefers sensing and perceiving. hmm which is a whole nother level of Myers-Briggs, but um, especially your sensing judges, they need that repetition to f- really feel comfortable with something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, breaking things down into like sub deadlines, like we're going to work on this long project, but we'll do this little bit first. And then we'll do this little bit by this time. And we'll do this little bit by this time and, and so on. That can be really helpful. Um, and opportunities for hands-on learning. And this would be for your other pairing instead of SJ, if you're SP, I mean, for both, but, but Mm -hmm. especially for your SPs, your sensing perceivers, hands-on is really important. They're action oriented Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. They they don't want you to talk at them. Like that is so boring. Things Mm -hmm. are going in one ear and out the other. They want to know how can I actually use this? And can I jump in and do it right away? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hands-on learning, and uh, really experiential, the kind of stuff. Like let's go really experience this thing firsthand. Yeah. And then for your intuition learner on the other side, Um, it's the opposite. Start with the main point first. They're not going to remember those facts and details. If you Mm -hmm. haven't told them, what's the point, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's the the big picture here? Um, And then let them decide how they want to complete a project. And Mm -hmm. the reason I say this is because they tend to have a, uh, they like to come up with ideas and Mm -hmm. creativity. And so they will be more motivated. Let's say they might come up with this really great idea of how to complete the project Um, Instead of telling them, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And then avoid the busy, repetitive work. Like don't don't try and drill in that concept over and over again, because Mm -hmm. this will demotivate them. Um, Instead, if you want to review a concept, have them solve that problem in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, can you think of a different way to solve that problem, right? In math or whatever it is. So that will reinforce the concept with with, with them without leaving them drained from the repetition.
0: So let's let's say we've got a, a homeschool mom and she's got a teen or two in the house, and she's going, "Oh my goodness, this would really help me to understand, you know, what what my teen is really made of." Um, how could they connect with you to find mm-hmm. out what kind of Myers Briggs kid they have and what kind of Myers Briggs mom they are?
1: Yeah, so I'm Family Personalities on every platform on Instagram, Family Personalities Facebook. Um, and my, I have a podcast called Family Personalities, and this is what we talk about every single episode and it's, it fills my bucket. I'll tell you that <laughs> speaking <laughs> of filling buckets, I love chatting about this stuff. And um, so you can listen to the podcast. It might even, if you're like someone like a, you and I, Vicky, who are really obsessed with it, you might even want to binge all of it. I'm about 40 episodes in. I know that's a lot of, binging, oh, the <laughs> temptation is great. <laughs> um, And then I also have, people might be interested. I have some downloads on my website, familypersonalities.com downloads, where you could kind of look at the different letter pairings. I have two of them up right now, by the time this airs, I'm sure I'll have
0: a third, if not all four up. So you can kind of look and see where your child might be. So we will put the links to all these things in the show notes. Everybody can hop right on over there by clicking the link. So yeah, I really just think the Myers-Briggs is such a useful thing. For moms and especially moms who are homeschooling teens uh, we all need self-understanding and other understanding and then it just makes life a little bit easier so thank you Sandra, for joining yeah. us today it's been fun it's been geeky i love it so <laughs> thanks so, for having so, so me much. yeah well this has been the homeschool high school podcast brought to you by seven sisters homeschool.com and the ultimate homeschool podcast network i'll see you next week